All right, you're listening to Optional Opinions, the only opinion podcast made by average dudes for average Joes. So quit listening, Jared. All right. Attaboy. This time's the charm. It was like time's the charm. All right. (laughs) Well, hello. I'm Brandon. I'm Kyle. I'm Davis. We're going to talk about Frozen 2 today. What, what? So, if you listened to our last episode, you are prepared for this episode, hopefully. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into it, guys, for non-spoiler reviews. It's also on Disney Plus now, so if you haven't seen it, you should, because you can also, get that for a free trial. Onwards on Disney Plus, too. Watch that again yeah. last night. Actually, I did, too. Dude, it's so good. It is. It is. It is pretty good. I think I actually rate it higher now than I than I did yeah, on our initial podcast. Yeah, interesting. We just need I, to make a requirement that Brandon's not allowed to give opinions unless he's seen a movie twice. Right. Dang. It seems, it seems like every first time you see a movie, you're like, "Wasn't that good?" And then you see it again, you're like, "Actually, I, I like it more." <laughs> that does just, happen a lot. It just happened <laughs> twice. Name two. Name any other movie besides Ratatouille and Onward. Dude, that's all that matters. I bet you it happened with Frozen too. <laughs> yeah, I bet you. Go watch it again. Yeah, watch it again. Uh, Tell us what you think. Um, no, not gonna do that for a while. For out of a percent of the movies that we've done, it's a pretty high statistic considering. It's a twenty percent. It's less than twenty percent. That's pretty high. Well, for you to say it always happens, I don't think that's pretty high. All right, that's true. But also, how many of the movies have we done? Have you seen more than once? Because um, we can't count those towards the statistics. Well, here's the thing. A lot of the movies, I think I rank higher than, maybe not Davis, but at least you. I think these last couple are, the, are like an exception. Yeah, that's probably true. I love animated movies. Yeah. They um, like automatically get an eight for me, so... <laughs> Well, so let's, how about you begin, Kyle? What do you give this? Say what uh, your your score is out of 10 Shoot. and the rewatchability. Let's see. I what Do either of you remember what I gave Onward? Uh, uh, I think you gave it no. close to a 9. Yeah, I'd say this one is like a solid 8.5. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm going with it. And rewatchability, absolutely. It's got a ton of rewatchability for me. I've already seen it, I think, three times. So, clearly, I enjoy it. You've seen it three times already? I think so. Oh Maybe it's only gosh. been twice. I don't know. Either way, I really enjoy this movie. I And clearly, I'll watch it again, too. I'm sure we'll watch it again before quarantine is over. <laughs> or social distancing. Davis, um, my so so I saw it twice in theaters, uh, and I think a third time. I think since it's come out, I've seen it like three and a half times. Question: Would you would you see it twice in theaters if you would have had to pay for each of those individual tickets? Um, do do you want me to wait until my dog is not barking? <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Hi, everybody. This is big. 
<laughs> this one anyway, big bark. Yeah, he doesn't that much. He's very old. But it's just because Bryce is barking. Anyway. Um, Bryce I is his say, brother. Yeah, Bryce is his much younger brother, much louder mm. brother. Davis's um, brother, not not no, I just got the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I I think I would have paid for it again. Mostly because it came out on my mom's birthday. And um so like of course I had to go see it with mom. And then two days later a bunch of my friends were like, We need to see this movie and I was like, Yes, yes you do. And so I think I would have paid for it again. Okay. It's a yeah, good movie. I, I would pay for it twice in theaters. So I saw yeah, the first time I saw it, I gave it an eight point nine and the second time I saw it, I gave it a nine point oh. Nice. Bumped it up a little bit. Yes. Okay. Um I'm glad I didn't see it in theaters. Um I I don't know what's going on. I I do love animations, I swear. I really do. Um I gave this a 7. And to me, I think that's pretty generous for like how many complaints I have. But I gave it that just because I felt like this was Definitely geared more towards kids and not something to like really like think about. I don't think you're supposed to think a whole lot about this movie, to be honest. Um, which is kind of sad because I feel like a lot of animations do that really well, where they they give you something to think about and have a uh, a fun movie along with it. And this just felt like a was supposed to just be a fun movie. Um, so yeah, I gave it a seven. Uh, I don't want to watch this again, so I don't really plan on it. Uh, so rewatchability. If you have kids, I think it's probably bearable and rewatchable, but not. Oh I'm not goodness. going to for at least a while. What a, what a shame. What a shame. I feel like the podcast is over. I don't... I, don't, I mean... <laughs> there's there's nothing I can say to that. Like that's just I'm sad now. Okay, well we can. Uh, how about how about we just go through the reasons I dislike it once we give an adequate spoiler warning because I did not do that in the last episode. Um, although it was it did came out in like 2000 and like three or something like that. So I don't feel too bad about that. But this is still relatively new. So spoiler warning for anyone who hasn't seen it. Yes, go see it. It's a great movie, regardless of what Brandon says. Yeah, go see I, it. You I can watch it on your couch. <laughs> I recommend watching it if you can do it and you already have Disney+. Plus. Might as well. Watch it anyway. Or you just just to finish this Disney podcast. Plus. Get Disney+. Mostly, plus. just watch it just, just to, to it. listen to the rest of this podcast is, is what really matters. Um. So, all right. Uh, do you guys want to say anything before... I get into some of my issues with this movie. Yeah, let's start on the the sad note and end on a happy note. Yes. So Brandon, tell us tell us your issues, and then we'll say why you're wrong and why this movie is better than Frozen One. Or I wouldn't go that far. Wouldn't go that far, but it is a great movie. Or that I might convince you that this isn't as great as you think it is. Um. Ah, right. So. Here I have a lot of little complaints, but I think my biggest complaint, and this goes for any 
any movie that's a sequel, um, I feel like a lot of sequels, they have to justify their own existence uh, more so than the first one in ways just because like the initial story was already told and to to have the bring the same characters back like i feel like there's a lot more riding on it in my opinion and one of my biggest issues with sequels is that they ignore the motivations of the first movie and i feel like that this movie did that because the motivations for elsa in the first movie was to find herself uh, and discover who she was. And the motivations for the second movie was to find herself and to discover who she was. So I felt like that's just very weak character development. I don't feel like you learn anything about her, and she's obviously the main character. And what is it I don't with know. you and learning about characters? You can. That's have the a point of watching you- a movie. You're supposed to. You're supposed to like. They're supposed to share, tell a story. They're supposed to grow. They're supposed to teach us about ourselves. And to tell the same thing again just doesn't, it doesn't work. I don't think it works that well. You think so can, can a person that, not discover themselves twice? Yeah. I, Brandon. Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that in real life, someone can't discover themselves twice, but when you have a movie, I don't think it bids itself well to the story if you're just telling the same story, I don't know. It, it, I don't like that. I don't think that's good storytelling. I don't think it's the same story. And I don't I, think it's she not, fully it's, found herself the first time. The first time I, was I like agree. trying to find herself using her powers. And that's like basically the same thing that they're doing in this one. The first time was trying to, okay, we're getting into spoilers now. So we are, I already gave the spoiler warning. Oh, okay. We're good. Um, the first time was, like figuring out her powers now that she has them figured out she's realizing that there's a bigger part of it uh like there's a bigger part to be played by her because she has these powers there's also now um like she is realizing she is now supposed to be the force that combines all four elements together she is the airbender. Uh, I that was that was another complaint I have to be honest. <laughs> if you want to, do you want to get into that? They definitely were trying to. I'm sure that's not completely unique to Avatar: The Last Airbender. I'm sure there's like a more sophisticated name for this kind of story. Um, but. I don't know. That didn't really like fly with me. It didn't really make sense. Um, her being con- like the fifth spirit, the uh, I guess like almost like the balancing point between humanity and the spirits. She, to me, it just seems like she's a balancing point between humanity and the water spirit. Like it doesn't really. I don't know. That didn't. I didn't. I didn't get it. <laughs> Why why is her only power like water or ice? Like I think it would have made more sense and maybe helped with my last point if she was to discover that not only did she not have just water powers that she was also able to manipulate the other things and was like learning through that journey. I think that would have been more interesting. She was able to manipulate the other things. 
She wasn't she, able. She she can't bend fire or air or or yeah, rocks. She made so we saw her conquer all of the elements. Um. Uh, so when she when they first got to the forest and Gale the wind started a tornado, she contained it in ice. Like the Gale started picking her up and whatever, and she basically stopped it. Then it was fine. It was and like to me, it was the way it worked was the wind was kind of like, oh okay, this person's in charge. Cool. Like I know I know that now. And same with the fire. She got the little uh, salamander dude and like she trapped him. He is the fire spirit. Like He started, he was starting fires all over the place. She tracked him down. She trapped him in this little thing. And now they're friends. Um, the same with the horse when she was walk, trying to get across the ocean to the little island that I forget the name of. Um, like the horse came up and was attacking her and then she used her ice powers to put a rain around it and got on the horse so she conquered the water she conquered the air she conquered the i guess fire. maybe maybe i didn't um phrase that correct yeah there was like each the different conquering of the different spirits um but there wasn't like of her being able to control those elements herself Ice is just water, so I don't understand how she's any different than like the water spirit. Like that's that's my complaint. If they're going with this kind of storytelling with the different spirits, I feel like for her to be kind of like the balance of all of them, she would have to be able to manipulate all of them. You know, like or she like would the, have like, to the have like the like the last Airbender, all the spirits. But I guess it doesn't make sense to me. Why is her powers ice or water or to control water? Because she obviously controls water throughout the rest of this movie. I don't know. I just I, think I don't it, think she controls water. Yeah, she doesn't control it. She doesn't control any of them. She's yes, just she can. like that's her. She doesn't control the water. Control Aside water, from like riding the, the thing. I'm not talking about the water spear. I'm talking about water in general. Right, she, she doesn't, like, control, she doesn't it. control liquid water. She can't do that. She controls. Yes, ice. she can. When no, does can't. that happen? She does that in the boat. She like gets all the water droplets, and there's still obviously water droplets to make the sculpture. That was all water. In the Didn't boat. she freeze it though? Well, that's because no. yeah, it was. You it can't freeze the water. The no, 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 no. And that's because water that... has memories, Brandon. <laughs> I'm just she obviously can control water. There was that whole scene, all those it was not snowflakes, it was not ice droplets or whatever. It was obviously water because it was seeping through the wood because ice doesn't react that way through wood. It'd have to be water. See, I I didn't think of it I didn't think of it as her controlling it. I thought of it like as the water was doing something because of her presence. Like it was more so the magic than it was her doing it. Right. I don't think that's the way that they were trying to imply. I think that they were implying that was her manipulating the water to show the memories that it held. I don't I don't think so. But I that's not the way I took it when I watched the movie. I don't know. I don't understand why wouldn't she have the power to manipulate that if because water ice is water. It's just another state of it. Like why wouldn't she have the power to be able to do that? 
she doesn't it's not like it's not like she can control the water she just like essentially like sends out bursts of ice it's not like she's controlling water more so than just like sending out ice you know like I think she has some level of control. She's able to build complicated structures with it. Like you can't just. Right. So she's sending out ice in a specific way. I I mean, I I don't know. I don't think she's never interacted with water before that or after that. I think, I don't know if that's what they're intending. And if she does have power over water, why is it such a struggle? Because when that happens, she like, that's before she tries to cross the sea. Right. And she almost drowns in the sea. If she can control water, then why isn't she able to just like Aquaman just, it? Yeah, Aquaman it. Well, like you fine. were saying, she, she that's 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 my issues with this movie. I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense. Like I don't she's basically just a subcategory, it seems like, of the water spirit. And so if they're going for the Avatar The Last Airbender kind of thing, I feel like they should you should see her being able to manipulate all the different elements that they talk about, of each different spirit. Well, they're not going I don't think for it, an Avatar kind of thing. Right. You just said they were. Two type of thing. <laughs> you just said that she was the Avatar. I said like the Avatar. I, I don't think they were intending on, on, like, I think they were trying to represent her, like, yeah controlling the elemental spirits i don't think i I don't think this movie is better if she has all four of the powers i think it's worse i don't i think it's a yeah i think it's a more interesting story i don't think i think it just becomes a superhero movie then and that's yeah not interesting that's what she is Uh, Uh, not really she's a a wizard a wit a prop i don't know what's a a wizard s a war a witch a witch. Wow, that was okay. <laughs> She's a witch. Um, kind of. A sorceress. And yeah, I think I think if she just acquires all these powers, the movie takes a way different turn than um than what it actually like should be and is it is trying to be. I guess I I still don't understand why so there's supposed to be like this fifth spirit that she's supposed to be right and her and like each spirit is a different element in nature i don't understand why her thing is ice then i don't get that that doesn't make sense to me i mean it doesn't have to be all symbolic and if i had to guess i would say that there's some nordic like tradition thing about it but i i don't know i think that's the main thing is she has the power more than just ice she has the power to communicate and to uh basically subdue the elements for humans okay i don't i don't think it makes that much sense and i don't think i think it was just honestly kind of lazy writing um but I don't know. I, I do wanna I do wanna talk about the spirits themselves. I don't I don't think that the you made a comment earlier that the the little gecko or whatever, the fire gecko he's not the spirit. 
of fire. Why not? I don't like. So, are there multiple geckos? No, there's just one. No, okay, yeah, come, it's just him. Then how come just, there's multiple f- rock creatures? And how come there can be? I don't. I don't know. Like, why does it have to right. be only one? Or I only don't. Here's the thing. Here's my. Thing. Like, here's my <laughs> thing. I don't. I don't understand what it didn't feel like that there was any. Um. It didn't seem like there was a plan for the spirits. I think that those are more of just embodiments of the different spirits, but aren't the actual spirit. I think the the horse and the wind was the actual spirits. That made sense to me because they're in some ways intangible. Um, but you had in the beginning what I perceived as all the different spirits moving everyone out of um, Rivendell. Um, cause like the rocks were moving people out, the fires were disappearing. And I, I, I took it as like, there's these invisible spirits that are manipulating this area that shutting the water off, shutting the fire off, moving the rocks, stop, like pushing people with wind. Like to me, those were the four spirits at work and the others that we see throughout the movie are kind of just like different creatures that have the ability to manipulate it. That's what I don't understand. Like, I I don't know. There didn't seem to be any cohesive nature throughout with the different spirits. I don't know. I think you're thinking about this way too much. (laughs) You should just enjoy the movie. I think is. (laughs) Mostly, mostly the problem here. But and like uh, I said, I said that in the beginning. I said that this. I think maybe they made this without really a plan in mind and just wanted to create a fun movie, which is fine. But I feel like mo- really good animation movies and just movies in general can have a cohesive structure that makes sense all throughout. Like. I know I understand there's going to be plot holes in certain things, but like, I don't know. There just doesn't, there just didn't seem to be that big of a plan when it came to the most structural elements of this movie. I, I guess I'm just, I don't know. I'm just confused. Cause like all, I guess, I mean, it's, it's your opinion and the way you went about watching the movie, but like, I've never heard anyone talk about like these kind of points before. Like, I feel like, generally like i feel like me and davis interpreted a lot of the things the same and you're just like interpreting something's like way different which right. is fine but like i don't i don't know you say you Your say it wasn't thought through optional. well no you say the writing wasn't thought through but all the people i've talked to understand it the way that like me and davis did and things make sense and there's not really that many plot holes you know you know it's because he's dyslexic I think that's why. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Easy now. <laughs> I I don't I don't understand like cuz we it feels like we saw very different movies. And and in a way everyone sees a different movie cuz everyone sees it with a different perspective. And I don't know. To me it didn't seem just well thought out. 
I, I don't know. I thought it was well thought out. Everything made Same. sense to me. <laughs> like, I, I hear what you're saying in your points. They're just not making sense to me, to be completely honest. Like, I don't really understand, like, how you made some of the conclusions. I don't know. So, like, what specifically? Like, like the, like the whole, the spirits. yeah, like, how you think that, like, your whole take on the spirits. I don't know. It just confused me. Right. Like right. I don't, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not explaining it well enough. To me, they just—they seem to take several different forms, and they don't. I don't. I guess the, I don't understand the spirits themselves. To be honest, like they don't make sense to me, and so maybe that's why I'm having a hard time explaining my issues with it. But they just seem to take different forms throughout the movie. And then, but I don't think they really took different forms. I mean, then I guess what was manipulating everything at Arendelle to get the people out? The spirits, or who? It's the spirits. They so can the manifest themselves in a different way. I think, or well, I the, think it's just that they have control over yeah. the elements. But, yeah. but we never see like the rock giants manipulating the earth other than physically grabbing it. And like, stop. Cause if they wanted to stop or to, to attack the Anna at the end of the movie, I feel like it'd been very easy for them if they can manipulate the ground like that to just like open it up, you know? That's why I don't get the rock giants. Like, I don't feel like they're necessarily spirits more so than just like a being that's like, resident to that area i don't know i just took it as when i was like the introduction of the different spirits i was just kind of like oh okay this is how this works this is how the universe like happens these are their rules because like regardless of what's happened in other movie franchises like this is their story so i was just kind of like oh okay this is what happens in the frozen universe. So I just accepted it. I had childlike faith, Brandon. Yeah, I think that's that, <laughs> that's what I said. No, I think that this is definitely made more for little kids than than you're not supposed to think about it too much. I think I, I said think that in the there's beginning. a bigger Yeah, but I think just for the movie in general, it's much bigger. Like the story itself is much bigger than just the spirits like it's right i don't even think they're a main part of the story right like that they're was just they're the of, driving force that was i think they're i think they're more they're more okay. background noise than what yeah. the story actually is okay well let's talk about the 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 different characters i guess okay or what what, what do you think is the main the main driver. Cause we already talked about Elsa and I f- like her motivations and, um, but like what else is the main thing that you want to talk about then? I'm, I mean, I think the main characters, I don't think there's one main character. Like I think it's very much so split between Anna and Elsa, you yeah. know, the same thing with the first one. Like neither of them are the main character. I think they're both yeah, growing differently throughout the movies. 
And so, yeah, I think Elsa was now that she discovered that she has these powers and she can control them and do whatever with them. Now she just needs to like this whole movie is her figuring out, okay, well, why am I special? Essentially, why did I get the powers? I think that's like her growth in this movie. She's trying to figure out, you know, where she belongs in the world. The first one was more so she can control it. This one is, okay, now what does she do with it? Essentially. That's kind of what I took. No, I think the first one was the same thing. Like we're figuring out how to control it and then uh, how that defines her. Right? Uh, the first, I think the first one was, yeah, figuring out how to control it. I think the first one was conquering fear because she had a fear of herself of how, like how she could control it and what was happening. And, uh, the unknown maybe. Yeah. And then the second one, I mean, it makes sense because it is the unknown. And then in the second one, actually, Great she job, Kyle. The she goes I, I into the I was literally waiting. That's awesome. Waiting for that. Way to go, Kyle. But yeah, she so she conquers her fear of the unknown. Um, she feels equipped. She knows who she is. Then in the second one, she goes out into the unknown um, with her friends and family, and uh, she learns. I guess she learns how to balance it. So at first, she learns who she is. And then she learns how to reconcile that with who she was and who she is in Arendelle and who she is in her family with her friends. So, yeah. Davis and Kyle tag team. What up? I don't know. It just seems very much like both times she's trying to discover who she is. And I don't know. We don't need to keep talking about that just because we've already spent like 10 minutes on that, but I don't know. I don't think there's either of us changing each other's minds on that. <laughs> we should just take a poll and let the data decide. Uh huh. Yeah. All of our, all of our listeners, they'll, they'll weigh in on this. I'll get the, uh, so if you want to answer this poll, go to our Instagram page and look at the story and answer the poll there. I guess I'll put one up maybe Monday. <laughs> um, I will say, I think Anna, Anna's character in this movie, I think, um, I think her character development was really good. I liked it. Um, that was one thing that I did like, I thought she was kind of annoying. Um, in regards to like Elsa's growth, again in this movie but um it was i think relatable in a lot of ways because like i think everyone's been in one of those situations where like you like things exactly the way they are you don't want them to change and even though the next chapter in your life is uh probably gonna be um good in different ways for you um but you still just don't want things to change some things so. never change. The least best song in the movie. <laughs> I don't remember that one. What was that one again? It's Can the you one sing that it for me, Davis? Say, it's at the very beginning. No, you should sing it for me. Some things never change. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that one, that one. I don't know the words. 
Yeah. That was pretty good, though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'd listen to that rendition, but it it was pretty good. Davis, I would listen to it. Thank you. Don't don't listen to Kyle. If you want to record that. to your ears. (laughs) Davis, you should, at the end, we should, we have the outro where you just sing the whole version. Can we do that? That'd be great. I think at the end, the outro should be the, like the siren call. Uh, yeah, I like that. I, for, I, I forget what it would even was. <laughs> oh my gosh, who's that? I just yeah, you that. clipped a lot on that. You're gonna have to do that without clipping. <laughs> that was Davis singing. I didn't clip Actually, on, uh, that was Davis screaming. <laughs> I didn't clip on the garage band, so it's fine. Okay, um. <laughs> April said it sounded like a girl, so I guess he did it right. <laughs> I did again. Good job. Good job. Um, let's see. So, I, yeah, I thought Anna's character development was really good and interesting. Um, I felt like one thing that this one did uh, that was worse than the first one uh, was the side characters. I thought the side characters in this one just kind of got forgotten about and served no purpose to the plot except for like kind of laughs, which I thought was kind of sad. Um, cause I think Kristoff is a pretty interesting character and I felt like he just got shellacked on this movie. Um, and also all the new characters. I felt like they didn't serve hardly any purpose. And so I thought that the, the guard, I thought he was a very interesting character, and I felt like we got to spend very little time with him. Um, and also the guy that Kristoff, I forget his name, uh, met with the reindeer. I thought he was he could have been an interesting character, but we just didn't get enough of them. And I felt like they did a pretty good job of balancing the side characters in the first one, but this one I just felt like it was kind of a bad job. Yeah, I think it was because... In this one, like, there's just so much more that both Elsa and Anna had to do, like, away from each other. And it, in order to add all that backstory of other characters, it would have added, like, you know, a good 20 minutes to the movie. And that's just not feasible for a kid's movie. Right. Like, I think that's something that they probably thought about. And then they were like, it's just not feasible for us to really give these side characters a good amount of screen time and still get accomplished what we want to with Elsa and Anna. Is probably the what went in there. Yeah, no, you're you're probably right. I just think that it's sad, um, and I think that that's one thing that shows a good movie is being able to balance all of it really well. And I just didn't think they did a good job on that. But you you are probably right that it was for those reasons they wanted to to focus on Elsa and Anna and make sure their story was told. But I can still not like it. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I, I didn't really care too much about the side characters. Except I, I know some people love like Kristoff's song. Oh my gosh. I hate oh, I it. love it so much. I, that's <laughs> April actually, loves it. Davis loves it. I that's just, my I favorite song in the whole movie. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It started and I thought it was going to be my least favorite like as soon as it started. But as soon as it like, by the time it ended, I was like, you got me. You're This is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> like I know exactly what they're going for. It just did not work for me. I don't know. 
It's not something I would choose to listen on my Spotify playlist. It's I only something I want to see the listen to it on my Spotify <laughs> playlist. <laughs> it's something I only want to watch the music video for. <laughs> yes, but, I do think they did a good job with it, but I just didn't enjoy it. Well, I still have lots of stuff that I didn't like about the movie, but instead of hearing me complain more and more, we can just talk about stuff that you guys enjoyed. If you get because you said you wanted to end on more of a happy note, and we're already forty minutes in, so yes, okay. So this is something that I feel like why people should have gone and seen it in theaters because the animation in this movie was just gorgeous. I a hundred percent agree. Like literally, um, that was probably a solid two points of my whatever I gave it because like literally, I was just watching it in the theater and like part of me almost forgot to like pay attention to what was happening. I was just like watching the animation. I thought it was so pretty. Especially, Um, especially the scene with the water and when she's like conquering the the water dude or whatever. Yeah. The horse. Oh my gosh. Animation was so good. That, that, those are the time. Cause like I, I, that still transferred on the little screen for me and I don't have that great of a TV. Um, someday I hope to have a 4k TV, but, uh, I think I, I think it would have shown up even more so on a 4K or even in theaters. So I will I will give you that. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like when I watched it again at home, it just was yeah, it just wasn't the same. Like it was so gorgeous in theaters. Like, uh, yeah, that's like part of the reason I would pay again to go see it in theaters. And I actually thought about it, but I, I didn't end up doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. Uh, I would think. One of the things for me that I liked so much um, was I thought they did a really good job with Olaf. And I just, first of all, he's a hilarious character and I love him so much um, as does pretty much everybody. But, uh, well, Brandon, let me have my moment. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) I just I thought he was I thought it was great and I thought it was really interesting. Um, I do think it's really funny how he ends up being like the wisest, one of the wisest characters, and also one of the dumbest at the same time. Um, just because and like he's just so happy and cheery, but also he can be incredibly deep. Like when he, when Olaf floats away, I don't know if anybody in the theater was not crying and just because like there's so much impact there and he's been constantly um you know he's been constantly a friend to especially anna um but like it's it was just really fun to see him and also the scenes where he reenacted frozen one uh, oh my gosh! That, that was actually that, that was, was really, I like, think that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Honestly, that's like a clip of the year. Like that's probably my favorite clip of movies from 2019. Is oh that yeah, clip. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will I will push back a little bit, Davis. Um, and I'm going to apologize in advance, but I think that he was just okay in this movie. I felt like they almost rode the line with his character a little bit into the annoying side, um, trying to be funny. I thought he was more funny in the first one. 
Um, but I think overall it kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm neutral to him in this movie. I didn't dislike him as a whole and I didn't love him as a whole. Um, so hopefully that's okay with you. <laughs> just hopefully. I just really liked that. Cause they I gave seek him, your affirmation constantly. I, I just really appreciated that they gave him, it feels like in this movie, they gave him a lot more time to develop. I think he, um, like in the first movie, he was mostly just comedic relief um, and would show up to for fun times. And he definitely did that, and I think he did it really well in this movie. But I think there were also moments um, in this movie where he's really able to carry a lot of the message of family and, you know, hope that comes through the movie he's like he carries a lot of that in the character yeah um i i think he was okay (laughs) god what'd you think (laughs) yeah i really enjoyed him in this movie and i do agree that they like definitely pushed it a little bit like because him as a character like if he wasn't a snow like a really cute snowman like he's just a really annoying character right so like and I yeah. think they know that, you know. So I think they definitely pushed it a little bit this movie, but I still really enjoyed him. Like, he, I think he definitely had like go a, ahead. a highlight of the movie for me. Like, you know, they know what they're doing. Yeah, I think he definitely had some of the funniest moments in the movie, but there was just times where he was just teeter- teetering on annoying, and so that's kind of why I just felt neutral to him. Um, but. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to be honest, Davis. I didn't feel any emotion when Olaf was dying. Okay, well, you're um, a robot, so... No, but here's the thing. I I, I feel things. Just because I don't cry doesn't mean I don't feel things. <laughs> I feel things. Um, so, like, I felt stuff in Onward. So, like, you know, like... But I don't think there's anyone that's not under the age of seven that didn't think that Olaf was not going to come back. I knew he was going to so come like, back, but I was still sad that he left. I mean, I don't know. It just kind of feels like a cheap shot on the uh, the writers trying to like get some tears out of people, even though like it's very obvious he's going to come back. I don't know. It, it it's hard for me to be sympathetic to characters that I know aren't going to die. You know, I felt that way in like Endgame or not Endgame, uh, Infinity War, when they were like trying to make you sad that Spider-Man was dying, even though everyone knew he had a third, uh, a second movie coming out. So like you knew he was coming back. I don't know. That's how it felt to me. I think <laughs> Brandon, I think you need to learn to just watch a movie because in the, I think just in the, like if you're watching the movie, I think that's when it's most fun for me is when you get lost in it and like, you don't know what's going to happen. And I knew going in, I was like, okay, well it's a Disney movie. It's rated PG. Like it's going to be fine. It's going to have a happy ending. But because I like, I was just so lost in the movie and especially like the animation, but just the story and everything. I, I was so lost in it and I thought it was so good that it didn't matter to me. Like I was just in, 
that scene like in that scene i wasn't thinking about oh well he's gonna be fine it's whatever i was just in that moment being like wow this sucks olaf's gone i think that your notion that oh everything's gonna be fine because it's a disney movie is not correct because i can tell you there's a lot of disney movies that make you cry at the end because it's like sad there's a there's always a redeeming quality though there's always something redeeming that happens in the end. It's not all terrible. No. Right. And in what like end of the movie like does Disney kill off like a main right. character? Onward. <laughs> they didn't kill off a main character. Yeah, they did. <laughs> the pants, he died. He was already dead and yeah, you already the knew pants he were was already gone. Be, like I know, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying, like but I they're not your question. They're not going <laughs> to kill off a character like that's just not how they roll because then you got a bunch of crying kids. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. They're trying to get you to cry. And like, they, I'm sure they tried to get kids to cry about Olaf dying. And so like, they still tried to do that, you know? I mean, so I, don't I, I didn't, I think it's... I didn't, I felt like it was a cheap shot to be honest, but I mean, like it's, it's fine. I, mean, I just didn't feel anything. Yeah. Well, you don't feel a lot of things. That's true. <laughs> I just I think it was because um, wait, what am I trying to say? I think that the movie is um, really good, and I don't think they're trying to make the like make kids cry, but I think it's more of just like a this is an obstacle, um, and especially especially like if Olaf doesn't die. Anna doesn't have that song next right thing. Like that's it's teaching kids like, Hey, stuff is going to suck in your life and you have to do the next right thing. Like you can't just sit there. Like Anna said, she can't just sit there in this cave and give up. You have to keep I'm going. Not, you have to do the next right thing. That's what they're trying to do. They're not just like, I'm not, Oh, we're going to make a bunch of kids cry. No, no, no. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I might have misspoke when I was like, I was referencing what Kyle was saying that like now you have a bunch of kids crying at the end of a Disney movie. That's kind of what I was referencing. Um, I'm not saying these creators tried to make kids cry at this point. I think it serves as an interesting um, plot development for Anna, for sure. Like, like exactly what you were saying. Um, I think it serves its purpose very well for that. But I felt like they were trying to pull out more emotions in people and maybe they successfully did that in your theater um but uh, that's what i'm saying i felt cheap is them trying to pull those emotions out of you when it in reality i don't think it was that sad but that's that's just my opinion (laughs) yeah i mean i didn't find it that sad either so i don't know i was indifferent through that as well to be honest Thanks for sticking up with me. Sticking up for me, Kyle. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> well, I, you uh, just kind of try to bring it up like it was like poor writing. I, I don't like. I think it was good writing. It just like I didn't really feel that much. I think, like I said, I think it's a good plot development for Anna. But I you said like, you said it was a cheap shot. That sounds like poor writing to me. Yeah, I said it's a cheap shot to try to make it a tearjerker. Like, they were trying to pull it out. Like, he was slowly dying. Like, I felt like that. I don't know. It just felt like a 
trying to get a tearjerker when I don't think it really uh, needed to be that way. I guess. I don't know. I think it makes sense to me. I feel like you can't just kill Olaf and not make it a really emotional part. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it just... To me, it makes sense. I would have written it the same way. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Can there we is have, variety. <laughs> can we have a lightning wait, round well, of wait, 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 things that wait, I, liked? I wanted to. I wanted to say one thing about the scene with him dying. I actually, I would have busted up laughing if this happened. But and so it's probably a good thing they didn't. But I thought he was gonna say uh, when he's like, "I I figured out one more thing that's permanent," and he's like, "Warm hugs or some, or maybe he said love or something like that." I thought he was gonna say death. <laughs> oh <my> gosh! Because <laughs> <laughs> he was being super existential the entire movie, and that was like to me the next logical thought was like death is permanent, and like <laughs> he didn't go there. But I would have laughed so hard. <laughs> that would have been funny. Like it definitely would have served, like it would have taken away so much from the movie and that moment, but it would have been funny. Uh, that's how I would have changed it, Kyle. No. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Just dark humor thrown in there. <laughs> Although, you know, if you write that, you're like, in his case, it's not true because right, that yeah. that's his second time dying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he definitely doesn't think that this permanent. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. So what what were you talking about, Davis? Lightning round. We're at fifty minutes. Just so a you know. lightning round of things that I liked <laughs> about it. Oh, wait, maybe gosh. we should do lightning round of things Brandon didn't like, and then a lightning round of things Davis. Yeah, liked. yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna time you. You guys each have one minute and just Ooh. rattle them off. Okay. All right, give me one second. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up stuff I've already mentioned, but I'll I'll bring up some other stuff I didn't. That's fine. All right, okay. all right, three, two, one, go. All right, so Elsa's motivations are the same in the first movie and the second movie, so basically trying to find herself again completely negates the whole first movie. Water has memory. It doesn't really make sense. I understand Disney wants to have it like, oh, magical water makes sense, but then Olaf basically says that, oh, yeah, a lot of it's disputed, but it's actually science fact, and I don't think Disney should be in the uh, job of determining to kids what science fact is when it's obviously not Elsa being the fifth spirit doesn't make any sense. Um, 30 seconds left. If anything, she's a different variation of, well, the water spirit. Um, all the waste of all the side characters, her parents in this movie were terrible parents in the last movie. And then they just completely forgot about that entire thing. And like how they basically abused Elsa and, um, they didn't spend any time on Anna becoming the queen. And it was like a very pivotal point in the movie and they did nothing with it. All right, you have three seconds remaining. Well done. done. All right, Davis, are you ready for your minute of... Sure. All right, three, two, one, go. Okay, Uh, Kristoff is a hilarious character. My girlfriend thinks that I'm exactly like him, which is kind of true because I say a lot of things I don't mean and then it makes a lot of weird... uh, (laughs) Gets me into trouble. Anyway... Um, he's really awesome. Also, I thought all the side <laughs> characters were awesome. I thought the little fire spirit was super cute, I and I loved him so much. Um, also, Olaf is amazing, and uh, so is Sven. I really like Sven. Is cool. He's like a big dog, and I wish I could hug a reindeer. Um, Thirty seconds left. <laughs> the whole movie is really pretty. I liked. Uh, also, the soundtrack is amazing. I thought that 
the songs in this movie, I, I mean, I thought in general this movie was way better than Frozen 1. Not nearly as overplayed, and the songs are better. Um, specifically, Into the Unknown and also Lost in the Wood. Those are both top faves. Love those so much. Um, and yeah, I'm glad that it had a happy ending. And also the horse looked really cool. All right, nice. Your time is up. Cool. Well done. Well done. <laughs> um, so do you just want to do upvotes and downvotes real quick? Sure. All right. Um, I've talked about both of these, so we're not going to spend too much time on it. My upvote was definitely Kristoff's song, the boy band song. That was great and amazing. And I might watch it again after we're done recording. Um, Downvote is just the waste of very good side characters. I felt like they did not utilize them, but I've already talked about that. So, All right. I guess I could go. Um, Upvote is definitely just the animation, how pretty it was. I'd literally just have this on in the background without the noise, just noise (laughs) sound, (laughs) just to like watch the movie, like the animation. I think it'd be like, It'd be perfectly fine on in the background. Just occasionally look up and be like, dang, that's pretty. <laughs> um, and downvote was probably Kristoff's song for me. I don't know. It just didn't work. <laughs> didn't, that's oh. fair. It's a very polarizing song, I think. I know. Yeah. I know. Most people I talk to like it, but it just didn't work for me. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, okay. I think I'm going to go downvote first. My downvote. Oh, my downvote is when Kristoff was trying to talk to Anna like a couple times and he was trying to like he was trying to pro- propose to her. Um, yeah. One thing that movies and TV shows, mostly TV shows do um, a lot is they'll say something like or you know the guy character will be like, "Oh, say he'll say something weird like Kristoff did multiple times. He'll say something like that like you said if we even if we die whatever and then anna just goes oh do you think we're gonna die what if we die what and then starts freaking out and doesn't let him just explain himself for a second um and especially like when she leaves to go find her sister and like if they just had talked to each other you know like if they had allowed more communication to happen i understand that it doesn't help the movie and it uh, like it slows things down and it, the comedic timing of it goes, you know, like there's no comedy in it, but it just annoys me when movies do that. And then my upvote, um, boy, I had, I mean, I did a whole lightning round of things that I liked about the movie. <laughs> um, I think, I think my favorite thing, I don't know. I just really liked the songs even more than uh, I maybe it's because like with frozen one, the main reason I like frozen two more, I think is just because with frozen one, there was so much like it got overplayed so much before I even saw it. Um, actually my family went to Disneyland. Uh, I think it was like the end of December into January that, the year that frozen one came out. And so we were just inundated with all these songs. And at first it was like, Oh cool. This is fine. And then like, when you don't have the emotional connection to it, you're like, okay, we need to stop this. But, um, yeah, I like the songs in this one better. 
Also, second upvote, I really appreciated that when Elsa was in the ice cave thing, she cringed at herself singing. Um, yeah, that was good. It was funny. I laughed. Um, so let's end this episode by saying your name and which spirit you would most likely be. So my name is Brandon, and I think it is pretty obvious that I would be the water spirit because I've swam most of my entire life. All right. My name's Kyle. I would be the wind spirit. My name's Davis. I think like my what I should be is the rocks. The, the rock giant. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say what that. I should I be is a rock giant, but I wanna be the fire spirit. That's that's fair. So I yeah. I don't know which one is the that thing is so answer. freaking cute. You know they made it just to like sell, oh, yeah. to sell toys. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Totally fair. <laughs> Totally worked. All right, Davis, let's get your uh, outro thing. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try Wait, let me like do crank down my volume. Yeah, what if? <laughs> how about we all try to to like we all do it separately, and then I overlay them on top of each other, so it sounds like we're harmonizing. <laughs> yes, and it, and it'll just be terrible at the very end. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Okay, so <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do, do it first. first. Do it. Do it a little quieter. I'll do it first so everybody knows what we're doing. Okay. Okay, here we go. This is a lot of pressure now. I'm just going to get really low with it. <laughs> Wait a right, second. Go. I got I to build it up. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do this without laughing. I feel like I'm going to scare my cat doing this. <laughs> Ha! <laughs> right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Ha! <laughs> this is gonna be terrible. <laughs> okay, ready? I'm sweating. Oh. <laughs> oh, goodness. That little extra at the end was just for you, Davis. <laughs> thank, thank you. You're welcome. That- oh, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> we should, you should put the one with all three of us at like the very beginning, and then the one this that can sounds- just be like a bloopers at the end, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, I'm sweating. Oh, okay, <laughs> have a good one, guys. Okay, <laughs> you too. Bye. Ha! <laughs>